Welcome to the All That Heals podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Faria. So for everybody who's listening, Sarah is a colleague of mine. She is a soul therapist, and she's also a soul parent, spiritual child, evolutionary educator. And we have worked together both as uh, a client and, and therapist relationship, and we're also great friends. We're also students. We got to train together in many different um, trainings with our mentor, Deborah Sky King. And we have also just got to hang out, hang out together a bunch. So I'm super excited to have you here. We have a bunch that we're going to share about and talk about, but first I just want you to introduce yourself, tell everyone who's listening a little bit about you and how you grew up really. Yes. Thank you, Vanessa. I'm so excited um, to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. Um, So yeah, my name is Sarah Christine. I live in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. I just moved here four or five months ago from Phoenix area. I've lived in Arizona 14 and a half years, and I am originally from a small town in Southern Illinois on the Mississippi River that is near St. Louis, Missouri. And um, I love living in Arizona. I know this is where I'm, I'm meant to be, and I was called to come out here, and uh, Sedona has been calling to me for a while, and I'm just so absolutely thrilled to finally be living here. Um, and my, my life is just amazing. Like I literally, every day I wake up and I say, I have no idea like what is going to happen today. Like every day is just such a gift and I feel so grateful, uh, to be leave, living in a place that speaks so much to my heart and my soul and my spirit. So, um, I'm so happy about that. Cause I remember when we were working together and for so long, you've wanted to live there and I'm so happy that you're actually doing it and you're enjoying every single minute of it. Thank you. Yes. It's, I feel so blessed. So, so blessed. Um, I've been through a lot, as you know, um, with my upbringing and moving through so much pain and trauma and loss and grief and, uh, to be, living the life that I am now at 34 years old, um, is quite remarkable. Um, just looking back, like there's like a saying out there about life can only be understood looking backwards, Mm -hmm. like as you move through to see how far you've come and all your challenges and how much you've grown. And I'm just in awe right now of my life. Absolute awe. Um, it's been an incredible journey and, um, I've just learned so much about myself through everything. And, um, with my upbringing of just coming from such a dysfunctional family where there was just so much pain and emotional wounding and disempowerment and darkness, just really kind of leading the show, um, of a whole family with children and, and wounded parents. Um, it's been challenging to, to live life a lot of years. Um, but you know, it's what's led me to the work that I do and that you do. Um, so it's, it's been a gift even with all the pain and and challenges that it's brought my way. Yeah. And 
And so I admire so much of the work that you do because I can really tell just from when I even first met you how much work you are so committed to doing on healing your family dynamics and healing the generational wounds and all of the things that that you are very aware of that has affected you throughout your life and as you grew up. So I want to just ask a little bit about what drew you to the work in terms of soul therapy and also being a soul parent, spiritual child, evolutionary educator, generational healer as well. I mean, we have, I feel like very similar, uh, not similar stories of upbringing necessarily, but similar we're very similar in like our dynamics and our energy. I think you're Taurus too, right? Your birthday was just a couple day, days, weeks, ago. days ago, yes. days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So happy birthday. Thank you. And, um, and, and as am I, so I feel like we have a lot of that in similarities. And then we also have a lot of similarities in terms of our creative passions as performers. And Mm. we love music. We love dance. We have all of that richness in our personalities and how we like to express ourselves. So share us with a little bit more about what that journey has been like and what drew you into the work. I so desperately needed the work. Um, when I moved to Arizona, when I was 19, I moved out here. I, I didn't know anyone. I had never been to Phoenix. So I really took a huge risk and chance um, with my life path. And I really don't have much of an explanation of how I did that at such a young age and just like no fear and just did it, but I did. And it was just divine guidance and timing I mean, when I was connected with Deborah Sky, she was actually here in Sedona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I feel like on some level, I must have called her in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clearly. (laughs) Um, And I was 27, 28 years old when that happened and where I was at in my life. I had done a lot of private counseling um, in my early 20s because I was very aware of my emotional pain and wounding and knew something was just not right with me. Um, but I was just felt very confused and didn't know, like have complete clarity on why I felt the way I did in my life at that time. And uh, my mother had passed already. My mother died when I was 18 from cancer. And I was just kind of... I was just on my own. I didn't have any strong parent figures in my life and was just trying to figure things out um, in the conditioned society way of just kind of fitting in and uh, not truly being happy and feeling like I had a light spirit and fulfilled heart and was living a purposeful life. So after several years of just doing some self-exploration, Um, I was led to a Reiki healer and, um, that was really the, the catalyst for my spiritual awakening, my true spiritual awakening and Mm -hmm. healing path. And then shortly after that, Deborah Sky came into my life and I've worked with her ever since and I'm still working with her. Um, so it's, it's been quite remarkable the last five years, how much transformation has happened, both within myself and externally in my, my physical world as well. I mean, this work, the work of soul therapy and healing the human condition 
is really the, the core foundation of what we need to heal within ourselves to really connect with our spirit and our soul and be the embodiment of that authentically to remove all those layers of pain and trauma and get back to the, the truth of who we are before all of the trauma happened. Mm-hmm. And with music and dance, I mean, that is a big part of my authentic self and you as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it can be a real struggle when there's these beautiful, rich parts of yourself and you're so weighed down with pain and trauma that it can create a lot of like tug of war within yourself of which direction to move into and then self-sabotage can take over and you know, not believing in yourself, limiting beliefs. And it, it just creates like this chaos of finding a clear path of like what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to share your gifts in the world. And like, for me, music and dance has always been therapy for me. It was what I always turned to and threw myself into as not an escape to get through my childhood years, but just Mm -hmm. to feel like I was whole, to feel like I was loved and worthy and like to express myself in ways that words just were unable to throughout so many years of my life. Um, There's just such a special essence about that um, way of expressing yourself artistically and creatively that words just can't fully cover and um, to feel seen in that way too by people, even the people that hurt you. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's powerful. It's It's like spiritually powerful powerful and it's I mean even when you say it out loud like that it kind of even sounds a little bit twisted you know but that is so true I always wanted to also be seen by the people who who I love dearly but who also at times have hurt me or who I've had conflict with or whatever Mm -hmm. and also like dancing and expressing myself in performance or in music and singing and being on stage, all of that was such a healing, a healing place for me from such a young age too. It was everything to me. I mean, it was exactly, I used to, you know, not go home and I just had like rehearsals after rehearsals after rehearsals just so that I wouldn't have to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting because I have found it's, it's one of those relationships where it comes in and it comes out and there's times when we are dancing more or creating more or performing more. And then times when that's happening less. And I, for one, I'm going through one of those phases where I'm definitely performing less or dancing and doing all that a little bit less. And I feel the difference between how I'm expressing myself and how I'm being in terms of my authenticity, because Mm -hmm. when I'm more expressive, it's like a different kind of magnetism that comes from that full self-expression. Yes. And I've experienced that too, of how there's been this ebb and flow of when it's been more present in my life. And then other times it just goes away. So can you, like for you, can you speak to, like, why do you think that is? Like, why do you sense that that happens? Uh, I mean, in, in, it's happened for me in the last, let's say in the last six months or so, pr- primarily because I have gone through a bit of a phase where 
in the winter, as we were just talking before we got on, <laughs> the winter for me kind of, I, I really go inwards and I really, you know, go into re- internal reflection and that's awesome. But it also is a little bit of like a, a major isolation period and shutdown for me too. Mm-hmm. So for me, it seemed like it was a lot of, it was a lot about being, not being near my community that I'm used to in terms of dancing with, like my dance people. And also of not necessarily feeling motivated and feeling like that was an important thing to be doing, I think. So it kind of goes through these different phases or relationships where I'm, or sometimes I don't even feel fully worthy to be in that fullness of self-expression. Cause I think that there's a bit of that self-sabotage that comes in when you know how fully expressed you can be. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel worthy of being in that fully self-expressed place, it can be really challenging to get up and do that every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well said. I can second that. And that's the thing that's been really coming up for me strongly. Like as I've moved Mm -hmm. to Sedona and all of these new opportunities have just been opening up and floating my way, inviting me um, to step back in is realizing, I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I ever take myself out of this essence and part of myself that feeds me in the most incredible ways of joy and happiness and authenticity and self-expression? I'm like, why would I ever choose to opt out of that experience. And it really, it comes back to self-worth and, Mm -hmm. um, minimizing myself, keeping myself small instead of Mm -hmm. just allowing myself to fully be in that power and authenticity and being seen because it's vulnerable. It's so vulnerable to be in that consistently all the time. Cause it's like, Ooh, okay. (laughs) I think I've had enough. I need to take a break. But if we just stayed in it, like how magnificent would that be in our lives? Like you said, like magnetism, how would that transform like so many other things in like any way? It could be like money, clients, you know, your relationships, your friendships, new opportunities, connections, ideas, like inspiration. I mean, like the possibilities are endless with it really. Yeah, definitely. And I think that definitely plays into it too. Cause if you're constantly in that space of showing up, whether you feel your best or not, right? Whether you're in the magnetism and flow or whether you're not, there, there is that piece that is really asking you to be vulnerable in the spaces and the times that you don't feel uh, anything, pretty enough, good enough, worthy enough, strong enough, whatever it might be that is your narrative or the, the beliefs and the thoughts and the emotions that go along with that. Mm-hmm. If we just showed up in in it all the time, I feel like that's when some of the most beautiful, creative, and inspiring work would show up, would be revealed. It's so true. It's so, so true. Because there's so much that is always speaking to us and calling to us that wants to be created, that wants to flow through us, mm-hmm. that if we just stayed present and allowed, like surrendered to that process and everything that it wants to share. I mean, Mm -hmm. imagine like if every person on earth showed up in that way, like how radically different our world would feel and look like and be. 
It would be so beautiful and amazing. Yeah. Oh, I can feel it. And so now let's, let's dive in because I feel the, the, the desire to really share with our listeners a little bit more about the soul therapy work Mm -hmm. and what that is like to go through a program, who needs this work, right? What are the women that would really benefit from enrolling into a soul therapy program? And that's with your one-on-one sessions with someone like you or me and what that brings to them. What can that bring? Cause you can speak both from like myself, we can both speak as students and, and clients as well as therapists. Cause we both really practice this work often and we also love to receive it because it's so powerful Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's so incredibly soothing in all of the ways like in in my opinion every single woman on the planet (laughs) needs this work Mm -hmm. uh, because we're, we're all wounded in some way big or small doesn't matter there's always work to be done the work is never done And I feel that this work is so suitable for women who feel like isolated and feel like they don't have anyone in their world to connect with in this particular way, because it is such unique work. It is evolutionary therapy of aligning with your soul's essence and the fullest expression of that. And I haven't seen any other work like this out there. Um, it Mm -hmm. really stands in its own energy, um, and magic of how it works and supports us and in such a subtle, beautiful way too. Like it's, it's really powerful, but it's also so loving and nurturing and gentle in the same way. Yeah. It's just beautiful. I, I love holding space for it for other people and I love receiving it, um, equally Mm -hmm. because it's so empowering. Yeah. And I love it too. And and you say how it's not like any other work. And I totally agree because I've never found anything that can support me personally in my own transformations as deeply, as quickly, as profoundly as soul therapy work. And for me, what I really take from it and what I have really found I love about how it operates, let's say, or how it changes you is that it really works on the basis of self-love and self-worth. Yes. When I am doing soul therapy work, both receiving and holding space for it, there is just like a, a filling from the inside of my cup. It's like a filling of my soul, my spirit, who I am, and allows me to feel worthy of giving myself the things that I so deeply desire that I so deeply crave to experience in my life, whether that be something small, like a change in my schedule or something really huge, like, you know, beautiful amounts of abundance or a really incredible travel or vacation or something where I really have to expand. I, I, it allows me to feel worthy of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so well said, how it's based in mm-hmm. self-love and self-worth. Yeah, I mean, you that one hour a week in the soul therapy programs that our clients show up for, I mean, it's it's a very intentional hour. You are showing up to meet yourself 
all of the parts of yourself, the ones that are wanting to come through and be seen more, the ones that are wanting to be loved, the ones that are wanting to find forgiveness um, and healing and integration, all of the things. And also the light part too, of like what wants to be creative, what has actually been speaking to you and trying to inspire you uh, to bring more joy and happiness and love into your life. So it's, it's such a beautiful, complete spectrum of all of who you are um, that Mm -hmm. you get to connect with and get to know yourself better in, in these ways. And just loving and honoring yourself to see yourself honestly without judgment and even, even like the shameful parts that show up um, to just yeah. love that. Cause it's a part of you. It's a part of who you are and how you have felt at some point in your life and mm-hmm. just allowing that to reveal itself. Cause it is also beautiful. All the parts are beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have so much compassion. Yeah, I have so much compassion Mm -hmm. and, you know, respect and love for the clients who are able to really show up and just be with me in that space and share whatever shame or any trauma or fears or worries that come up because it is so like just that holding space of being able to meet that part and have it validated and honored makes a huge shift in your energy field because you are actually coming into that wholeness and it draws in close to you and then it allows your your heart to open up more space for it. Mhm. Yeah. And it's really it's so simple actually this dance that we do to avoid all of Mm -hmm. these uncomfortable feelings. And it's really, it's just the fear of feeling it. That's all it is. Our mind likes to just make, you know, be dramatic and make these emotions like bigger, like ginormous, (laughs) way way bigger than they actually are. Mm -hmm. But it's the fear of feeling it. And that's something I have personally encountered in the last few months in my own healing journey of just like my ego is like, nope, you're not allowed to feel that. It's too painful. It's too uncomfortable. I can't go there. And really engaging with that part of myself and just saying, okay, look. Let's just let's be real with this. Like yeah. we're just afraid of the feeling. That's all it is. There's and the shame that comes with that too, of like just being seen like with yourself without worrying about anyone else seeing you, but just being with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and once we can really realize that and just remind ourselves of that when we're going through difficult times or emotions or really resisting like something ugly about ourselves that we really don't want to look at. It's like when you just surrender to it and just love that part of yourself, that's all it's asking for is just, to be loved and seen. And then you're, you find relief from it and it's shifted in an instant. We always have that choice in an instant to shift how we are feeling from something so uncomfortable. Yeah. So glad you shared that. We all have that choice. And that is something that I have had a really tough time with, even in my journey too, of, of having so much, having gone through so much training and having gone through 
being so deeply immersed in this work and in this mentorship with Deborah Sky too. And really having to be real myself and seeing that I'm choosing the experiences that I'm experiencing and I can shift that in an instant if I am ready and willing and desiring. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced it so many times. I've seen so many clients experience it so many times, you know, when they choose to fully dive into something, fully commit to something, fully be present and loving with themselves and actually choosing to love themselves in whatever action or emotion needs to be shifted or taken huge. It's, it's a, a, a huge shift in their overall energy and I can always feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can speak to when I worked with you. Um, yeah, please. Yeah. That'd be so great. Uh-huh. I feel like yeah. people would love to hear that. Uh, so Sarah did work with me about a few months ago mm-hmm. as a client. So share with me a little bit about what drew you and what came up for you there. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time I was in a marriage that was, um, very unhealthy and I felt very stuck and disempowered. And I had just an incredible amount of fear that was just basically keeping me paralyzed and stuck where I was and not able to move forward. And I, I knew there was a lot of work there for me to be done in my heart. Um, as I did the, the three month heart immersion program with you twice, wasn't it twice that one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I knew my heart had a lot to say and Mm -hmm. I wasn't conscious of it. I just intuitively knew that, okay, there's a lot here that wants to be expressed and, um, come out. And I really need somebody who can support me with that and that I won't feel judged by or uncomfortable with. And you hold such a beautiful space for your clients to explore, you know, their deepest, most tender, vulnerable parts of themselves. And I'm, I'm so grateful to have worked with you. Um, Vanessa, it was just life-changing for me and where it has led me to now in my life. If I had not done that work with you, I would not be where I am today. Um, which is divorced, living in a beautiful place, um, stepping back into my essence and soul's fullest expression and following my, my soul's journey and what I'm being asked to do and be in the world. So thank you again for Um, doing that for me. It was amazing. And you're so welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. It, It was such a beautiful journey to witness. I knew we were on the precipice of such huge, massive, Huge. like expansion <laughs> together. And, and for your life, it was, it was like, you know, I was so happy that you got to move through all of that because it was, it was just like, I could feel it, you know, I could see your potential and I could, I also knew how much you wanted to get to that space that you're in now mm-hmm. of feeling this way. Cause we all have that connection, right? Especially as women, we have this intuitive feeling like there's something better. There's there's some part of me that wants to expand. And if we're stuck, we can't, we just can't get there. No. Yeah. Like it's, it's there, but it's, it's like, you can't reach it. It's unreachable mm-hmm. when you are stuck in that place. Um, and that's the, the beautiful work of soul therapy is it, it creates that bridge of where your soul is asking you to be 
and where your spirit is wanting to be, to be playful and light and happy and joyful and have all the things that she needs to really fly in this world. And, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a gentle, like mother just holding your hand and just walking you through that process within yourself, um, to integrate everything that is blocking you, um, Mm -hmm. from receiving in that bigger way, more expansive way. And I mean, the, the basis of soul therapy is about ancient heart wisdom, right? And to have a, a willing heart is all you need to show up for this work. If your heart is willing and craving and asking for healing, for love, for nurturing, soul therapy provides all of those things. And it is through the heart that we receive everything. I mean, so many people live in their mind, in their head, and that's where we get stuck. That's where the limitations come from and are created. But if we just stay present and centered to what our heart is trying to communicate with us, we will be okay. Yeah. That is where the magic is. Thank you for sharing that so beautifully. (laughs) You're welcome. I love that. Yeah, it's perfect. Because that is exactly, you know, the basis of soul therapy. And so for a lot of people who might be curious and have heard about soul therapy, this is a great conversation for all of you to really understand a little bit more about how it works and the types of transformations and experiences and benefits that you can receive out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we continue, I wanted to also ask you, can you share a little bit about, because this is something we both spoke about and how women can get a little bit nervous or a little bit fearful if they're embarking on a soul therapy program with a soul therapist. So mm-hmm. I wanted to ask and, and see if we can share a little bit about what can they do in terms of preparing for this work? How do they need to show up? What does that look like in terms of, you know, you enroll into a soul therapist program and you're about to have your first session with a soul therapist. What needs to be present? What needs to show up on those first sessions and every session so that you can receive the most out of your sessions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a great question. And I've heard from nearly all of my clients in their first session that, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm, I'm nervous, like I'm anxious. And I feel the best way to prepare for beginning a soul therapy program is to really just spend a little bit of time with yourself and journal about, you know, why, why are you doing this? What is it that you need that you are seeking? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of vulnerability there and to just be with that part of yourself because you're, you're drawn to the work for a reason. You, it came, it stumbled into your life for a purpose because you need it. There's something there for you to discover and work with within yourself. And I feel like it just needs to be trusted, trusting that the work you learned about it for a reason, your soul is guiding you because there is something that she wants you to know about yourself and be aware of. Um, so spending some time with yourself, um, where you can just 
prepare and set that intention of I'm doing this because I love myself and Mm -hmm. I don't know what this journey is going to teach me or what is going to unfold, but I'm choosing to be okay with that and choosing to be okay with the unknown journey of this part of myself and to commit to that process and whatever it is going to look like. Yes. Yes. That was so well said. <laughs> you are um, you're just nailing this because it's so perfect. I love it. No, but it's true. I love hearing it from a different person's perspective because mm-hmm. I have said it many times before. I explain it to my clients and, you know, I share about it or talk about it on social media and mm-hmm. I've shared about it, but I just find it so beautiful when, you know, you listen to someone else and it resonates and it really lands. I think that's just so perfect. And the, what you said about clarity and kind of journaling a little bit more about sitting down and saying, well, what is it that I need from these sessions? What, what am I seeking? And even if you don't know it a hundred percent or it's not fully clear, I'm sure if you sat with yourself a little bit before every session that you have with your soul therapist, there will be some things that kind of show up and they might not be exactly what you think you are showing up for. Which I have a lot of people who, you know, they reach out to me, they reach out to me in their consultations and they're like, Oh, I'm not really sure why I'm talking to you. Someone recommended you. They said they had a great transformation with you, but I don't really know why I'm calling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we'll, we'll we'll have a conversation And, you know, all of a sudden we'll start speaking about something that is, they've never shared about before and they've just never talked about, or they didn't even know was fully present or was bothering them or was bothering them as much as they thought and how impactful it actually was for them. This could be something small from like a, you know, something that happened last week to something really major that happened to them as a child that they know about consciously, but when they actually sit to start to feel it and speak about it from a different space, there Mm -hmm. are a lot of lessons that need to be revealed in that moment. Yeah. I mean, that is the, the power and intelligence of the soul that Mm -hmm. most of humanity doesn't have a clue about. So when we sit down with this intention in this particular way to connect with that part of ourselves, like the soul has so much to say and share. And that is how, that is the beauty of this work. And when you do sit down with a soul therapist, like stuff just starts coming out and you're like, where is this coming from? (laughs) Yeah. And it naturally reveals itself and begins speaking to you. And it's, it's just, it's a practice in our world full of chaos and distractions and fear that we just normally do not have space for ever. Yeah. So that is the, the dire importance of doing the soul therapy work and being in this work um, because it opens up that space for yourself. And I'm like feeling this energy in my heart, like while I'm saying this, like, yes, it's so true. Yeah, do you feel that too. too? Yeah, I totally feel <laughs> when you were speaking about the soul intelligence and I was like, Whoa, I felt it all through my body shivers, just going down through my Mm. body because 
it is so true. The soul has so much more wisdom to share if we have space and we have like the honoring of listening to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. The honoring of listening to it. That's perfectly said. And as soul therapists, like that is how the work works for us as well. When we are holding space for it, just like what happened with me just now is I'm just receiving these downloads of the wisdom that wants to be shared. And that's exactly how it works. Like a lot of people ask, well, how does this work exactly? Like, I don't understand. We're just having a conversation. I'm like, no, we're not just having a conversation. There's like so much more happening here. And like, I'm even, I, again, I'm like feeling all this energy, like vibrating in my body while I say this of mm-hmm. how true it is. Like it's, it's so much more than you realize, like in the 3d perception of things, um, mm-hmm. that you, you really have to experience it to understand, um, what it is exactly. That yeah. is it. And I know all of my listeners, all of my clients <laughs> might be listening to this. They're probably listening to this being like, Yes, that is exactly it. <laughs> it is one of those things that is a little bit tricky to, ex- uh, to explain sometimes, but the energy that is felt through the intelligence of this work and how it is designed. Like, I am so grateful to Deborah Sky day in and day out for how she was able to really listen and honor the energy of this body of work and bring it to all of us as soul therapists, as women, to be able to evolve not only ourselves, but, you know, the planet as well. And I'm just, it's so beautiful. Like I got off of a a consultation last week even, and it went very similar to this where it was like, well, are we just talking? And I was like, no, we're not just talking. I mean, <laughs> yes, we're talking. We're, it looks like we're talking, but there is so much more that will happen. And it is something that is so deeply felt. And even from our, like, I think 20 minutes that we were speaking together, we got off the phone and, and she was like, okay, I'm going to think about it and I'll get back to you. And I was like, okay, great. We'll connect. No problem. And she messaged me afterwards and she was like, I don't know why, but I'm like so emotional. Like when we were talking, I felt like I was starting to cry and, you know, I just didn't even really know why. And I was like, that is so okay. And that is very normal. It happens all the time and it's a great sign. Mm -hmm. So I love to tell people that, you know, if you feel emotional or if you feel it, that's just your heart. That's your heart and soul speaking to you saying that you resonate with the work and that there's something like you mentioned that needs to be healed or needs to be revealed to you. And this is going to be the perfect avenue for you to do that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I too am so grateful to Deborah Sky for bringing this incredible gift into the world that this is now available for us in humanity and on this planet in this time to Mm -hmm. have this intelligence and be able to to work with it because it it truly is evolutionary I don't I don't know another type of therapy that allows this space to expand within us an individual level and I mean supporting the collective as well as each of us shift and open in that way I mean we're affecting everything um, in our lives and all the, the people we cross paths with and the planet and vibration of everything. 
it's just incredible. I, I can't ever like speak highly enough to this to people um, mm-hmm. of, of how much it's needed and just how good it is. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, I'm super, super grateful that we got to share this conversation and that we got to really express a little bit more about what it feels like to both be a soul therapist, to be a client, to receive, to connect, to learn this work, all of it, because I am just hoping that more women can have access to it and that they can enroll and trust themselves to be able to experience it because it's such a gift. Mm -hmm. And the seminars that we run are such a beautiful opportunity for women to be introduced to this work. Um, you know, the, the two day weekend soul therapy seminars that we run mm-hmm. in different Absolutely. locations and, uh, the introduction seminar. And I mean, even the consultation as well, it's a beautiful journey. I, I wish for all women to have the opportunity and, um, resources to be able to invite this work into their life. Mm, so beautiful. Well said. Amazing. Well, I think that has been such a beautiful conversation that we've shared. I would love to um, to share with everyone, if you are resonating with Sarah and you'd love to work with her, share where you can find, where you can be found. Yeah. <laughs> I can be found in Sedona. <laughs> um, I have... <laughs> I have uh, many people from Phoenix drive up to Sedona to work with me every week. Um, Mm -hmm. You can speak with me over the phone for, um, I offer 30-minute complimentary consultations. Um, You can refer on my website, sarahchristinegill.com. And I have an H on my name for Sarah. And um, Mm. yeah, I'm active on social media as well. Um, Instagram, Facebook, um, you can look me up on there, Sarah Christine. And yeah, send me a message. Call me, email me. I am available. Perfect. Beautiful. And if you'd like to work with me, you can also always do that too. You can find me at vanessa-faria.com. And my handle is vanessa.faria, F-A-R-I-A. So thank you so, so much, Sarah. It was so beautiful to have you. I can't wait until we get to see each other again in person because right now we're just doing a video call. Yes. But I also, I've been thinking of coming up to Arizona soon. So I would love to connect with you again soon and set that one up because maybe we could do a little collaboration. In oh, I would love town. that. Wouldn't that be I fun? I love that. It would. Yes. And this would be your first visit to Sedona as well. Yes. Yes. I have never been. And I am definitely feeling called like the, the beautiful colors of the, the rock and the land is definitely calling my name. Good. I'm glad to hear that. It's, it is a magical place here. Oh my gosh. And I would love to share with everyone and yeah. If you are not familiar with Sedona, um, it is a it's sacred land, um, very sacred with the ancestors here, and um, the land holds so much wisdom and stories and healing, and it is a powerful vortex of energies, and it is literally like a magnet on the planet. That um, if you come to Sedona, it's because you're called 
to come here, that there's something here for you to connect with of yourself, um, that will direct you in your life journey and path, something you need to realize or something you need to call in or something you need to heal. Um, people don't just flow through Sedona without something (laughs) happening. (laughs) And even before I moved here to Sedona, when I was driving up from Phoenix every week, even when I would stay here for two or three days, every single time I would have some like big emotional breakthrough, like some huge epiphany or conscious realization of something and, uh, living here full time. Wow. It's, (laughs) it's, it's like constant. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is a little overwhelming. Cause it, I mean, it brings up all of your stuff. So I'm definitely been fully immersed in my own healing journey um, since I've been here and have been mm-hmm. a living witness to the power of this land. So any of you who have an interest in visiting um, Sedona, um, I'd be happy to welcome you here and uh, go out on the land with you if you'd like to and um, introduce you to the, the beautiful sacred energy that is here that can support you in so many ways. So I wanted to extend that invitation. If anybody would like to connect with me while they are here, that I'm more than happy to do so. That is so wonderful. That is a great idea. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait. So excited. So excited for everything that's happening for you and all the changes. I love that you're there in Sedona and that makes me so happy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm so thrilled. Thank you for spending some time with me today. And I will see you very soon. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. Good. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Just a reminder to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please, if you like what you hear, rate, comment, and review. We would love it if you share on social media with your friends, with anyone who you think would appreciate the content and our guests. Thank you so much. Once again, this is Vanessa Faria, and you've heard it on the All That Heals podcast. See you next week.